from Millbrook in the heart of the Hudson Valley, this is Radio Rotary. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today we're coming to you from the meeting of the Millbrook Rotary Club. In Copperfield's restaurant, and we'll be exploring the road back from addiction, but not until after these important messages. So stay tuned and wrote, and you better behave. I'll try. After thousands of years, after crippling millions of children, polio will soon be stopped forever. All over the world, people are joining the men and women of Rotary to end polio now. People like Jackie Chan and Jane Goodall. We are this close. This close. People like Archbishop Desmond Tutu. This close. People like you. Be a part of history. Help Rotary end polio now at rotary.org slash end polio. We are this close. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell, and I want to welcome our loyal listeners back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. Well, hi there, Sarah O'Connell, and we're here at the Millbrook Rotary Club. Yes, welcome. This is my club, as many of our listeners know, and you are a visiting Rotarian from Red Hook, which, where we do a lot of live remotes. This is true. I had my visa stamp so I can come into Millbrook. <laughs> I understand that the Millbrook Rotary Club has a very um, erudite, intelligent, energetic, and extremely attractive president. Is that true? I <laughs> Now, you're really embarrassing me. I didn't expect that. Of course, well, Sarah is the president of the Millbrook Rotary Club this year. Well, but true story, going back to the roots of Radio Rotary, I would be remiss in not mentioning that the origins and the beginning of this show came out of this club here. I'm very proud to be a Millbrook Rotarian, and I'm so happy that this show is broadcasting today. Yeah, so am I. I'm happy we have a great guest with us, uh, Steve Pressman. He is the executive director of Mark Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers. Steve, good morning and welcome to Radio Rotary. Well, good morning and thanks for having me. So, Steve, tell us, what does Mark do? Mark provides a, a continuum of services, residential services, for people on the road to recovery from substance use disorders, including alcohol, opiates, and a variety of other drugs that they become dependent on. You know, Steve Pressman, uh, we see a lot in the newspapers and on radio and news uh, that uh, there's a heroin epidemic. There's a great increase in use of heroin, great increase in use of pills, uh, great increase in in drunk driving uh, arrests. Uh, Is this related to um, the uh, the state of the economy? Are people just nervous about their future and they're seeking to self-medicate? Or is it just we just haven't been in tune to this in the past? Well, Jonah, I wish there was a simple answer, but I think the closest thing I could say is it's all of the above. Uh, there are a variety of situations that lead to a upturn in uh, addiction and um, problems with alcohol and all the other drugs. Um, they range from um, economic conditions that see a lot of people having trouble making ends meet to problems in, um, with families who have, are suffering from addiction and raise children who then in turn become addicted. 
And finally, um, although there are many, many reasons, another prevalent reason at this point is a, a trend that occurred um, as a, an indirect consequence of a tendency in this country to overprescribe pain medications. You, you hear a lot about that now on the news. But before we get into the teeth of the matter here, I just want to let our listeners who may not know what MARC stands for, because it's an acronym for... For Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers. Um, and you're located, your corporate office or where, the, where you operate, your main base is in the city of Poughkeepsie? Yes, the, the headquarters are in the city of Poughkeepsie. We have facilities are in and around Poughkeepsie, but we do serve folks from the surrounding counties as well and, in fact, are really? capable of serving anybody from anywhere throughout New York State. That, that's quite a lot to take on because you're, you're saying that you are not specific to a certain type of addiction. It seems to umbrella a lot. That's a, that's a big organization. How many staff people besides you? You're the executive director. Who else is in the office that makes this all tick? Well, we have about a total of 60 people, um, and at any, on any one day, we have a maximum of just over 100 residents living with us uh, in recovery from substance use disorders. So when you say that they're living with you, you must have other facilities then. And tell us a little bit about that. Well, we have a variety of facilities that range from a crisis center where people come initially uh, when they want to detox or and, and or stop using or when they're having a crisis that may endanger their continuing recovery so they think they're going to pick up again and relapse. That's a short-term facility. Then we have three community residences where people live with us for anywhere from three to 12 months. Are they all in the city of Poughkeepsie? Uh, no. Uh, two. One is in the city of Poughkeepsie. One is in the town. Actually, two are in the town. Um, but they're all relatively close. Our guest on Radio Rotary, Stephen Pressman, Executive Director of MARC, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, and we're talking about the great services they provide for those who uh, are addicted to uh, narcotics, pills, or alcohol. So, Steve Pressman, let's say somebody's listening to Radio Rotary right now, and they either have a loved one who uh, has one of these addictions, or themselves, uh, they know that they, they can't control what they're doing, and they, they, they're seeking help. Take us from the very beginning to the end. First of all, who would they call uh, to get the services of Mark? They would call our crisis center at 845-471-0310. Give us that phone number again. It's 845-471-0310. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We will repeat that before the end of the segment. So they call, and then what happens? They would speak with a trained counselor um, and or nurse. Um, who would assess uh, the problem that they may have and the, the help they may need. In some cases, it may be in an acute problem that requires medical assistance immediately, in which case they would be directed to call 911 and get an ambulance. Um, in other cases, they might be able to um, find a bed at our crisis center and begin the process of receiving treatment for their addiction. And it's, it's the same process for whether it's pills, or heroin or alcohol? It's, it's a common process, although depending on their medical status, uh, the initial steps might be different. 
So do you all also assist or counsel for interventions? You hear a lot about that, with, especially with people who are family or loved ones of somebody who's really struggling. And, and the, the family members see the, the destruction and the deterioration going on of this person. Do you all help with that? We'll speak to anybody that has a problem or has a loved one that has a problem. Um, our, our services are oriented to people who are ready to come into treatment, but we can refer to other professionals in the field who can help with an intervention and, and help to get somebody to take that first step. So for our listeners out there, we will be repeating the contact information throughout this show. So Steve Pressman of Mark, uh, somebody has called, as you said, that crisis number, and it is? 845-471-0310. And they have a genuine and honest uh, need for your services, and they, they, they realize they need help. Now, you say you have an inpatient or in-residence uh, facility. Uh, take us through the steps. What happens the first, uh, first evening or the first day they're there? Well, they would be evaluated to, to determine what level of dependency they have and whether they require medication to uh, detox from that um, condition. Uh, they would be initially in what we call an acute unit where they would be closely observed to see, and we would take care of their, their basic needs um, as they withdrew from that substance. When they got to the point where they could think clearly and, and, and speak with somebody, they would work with a counselor who would talk about the next step, which would often involve some kind of residential treatment beyond just the detox stage. And by the way, how much does all this cost? Who funds all this? Well, that's the good news. Um, the crisis center is free and doesn't require any insurance or on any other kind of payment. Um, if people want to make a donation, they can, but um, it's not at all necessary. Well, that's terrific, uh, Steve Pressman uh, of Mark, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers. Um, now, in these counseling sessions, uh, many people, they start out with alcohol and then sort of graduate on to other things like pills and, 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 and narcotics. Uh, do you mix up the sessions? Is it uh, a variety of people with a variety of problems, or, you, or do you keep the people who have an alcohol problem in one session and the pill problem in another session? No, we don't mix up the sessions, although we might talk about the particular symptoms and problems associated with the use of various substances. But we look at um, addiction as a disease, regardless of whether that the substance being used is alcohol, heroin, benzodiazepines, or whatever. What's that last one? You'll have to explain that. <laughs> Benzodiazepines are, are commonly called tranquilizers like Valium and Librium. So, Steve, how long have you been with Mark, and what drew you into Mark? A little bit of your personal, just to, in our last minute that we have of this segment. I have been with Mark going on 14 years, and I've been work, working in the field of addiction counseling for, let's see, I've lost count. I think it's 35 years. So it's uh, a lifetime. This is your career. This is, my this is career your calling. And my profession. Your profession. I am initially trained as a social worker and an addiction counselor. So, Steve Pressman, in the minute we have left, first of all, give us that uh, contact number again for those who might want to reach out for your services. Um, before I give you the number, I'm also going to give you our website, which is marc.us.com. That's Mark, 
with a C, dot U.S. dot com. Um, and the telephone number is 845-471-0310. And talking person to person to the people who are listening here in their kitchens, having that second cup of coffee, uh, whether they are addicted themselves or a loved one who's addicted, let them know about the hope that is on the horizon if they come to Mark. Well, um, there is hope. Um, and people have, many people we've served have recovered from very serious addictions and gone on to have lived very very happy and healthy lives. Well, Steve Pressman, Executive Director of Mark Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, thank you so much for everything you're doing for those who need help, and thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you. Let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Boss, and my co-host is the effervescent Sarah O'Connell, and we're coming to you today from the meeting of the Millbrook Rotary Club. And Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Please call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, your regional banks, for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. And by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Kingston, Sunrise, Nanuet, Newburgh, and Millbrook, New York. Did you say Millbrook? I did. <laughs> and we're back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and investment services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, including Riverside Bank with division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal and business needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com that's salisburybank.com salisbury bank and trust member fdic an equal housing lender salisbury bank enriching Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers invites you to their annual luncheon Friday, May 6th at the Poughkeepsie Grand Hotel. Learn about Dutchess County's new Crisis Stabilization and Wellness Center, an important facility for improving treatment of both mental illness and addiction. Dutchess County Executive Mark Molinaro will be the guest speaker. Cost is just $50 per person for a terrific Italian buffet lunch, and at the same time, you'll be helping those addicted to alcohol or other drugs return to a productive life in their community. For further information, call 845-452-8816. That's 845-452-8816. It's Apple Blossom time in Red Hook. Red Hook Rotary's Apple Blossom Festival is Saturday, May 7th. Fun for the whole family. Free parking and free admission. Great food and craft vendors. And get that last minute gift for Mother's Day. It's Red Hook Rotary's Apple Blossom Festival. Saturday, May 7th in the heart of Red Hook, New York. Hi, I'm Sarah O'Connell, and welcome back to the second half of this edition of Radio Rotary, where we are broadcasting live from the Millbrook Rotary Club. 
Copperfields Restaurant. And I'm joined by my co-host, of course, Jonah Trebowasser. Hi there, Sarah O'Connell. And in the first half, we were speaking with Steve Pressman, who's the executive director of MARC, M-A-R-C, which stands for Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers. It's a very provocative conversation. Um, the second half, and we are talking to somebody who the topic of addiction has touched personally. Um, Lori Quinn, who is also our good friend, a member of the Radio Rotary team, and a fellow Rotarian. And welcome to the show, Lori. Um, I know that this is, the, to me, this is a very brave thing that you're doing. So thank you for doing it. Well, thank you for having me. And, you know, one of the uh, issues that we're finding with the current environment with addiction is the stigma. So our family in our recovery has, we're all in full agreement that we need to talk about this. We need to have a conversation. It's the only way we're going to remove the stigma. So, Lori, who is it in your family who has uh, an addiction issue? My adult son is in recovery. He's, he's in recovery. His drug of choice is heroin. All right. And, um, you know, knowing what a wonderful person you are, I'm sure you were a great mom. Uh, this kind of thing happens in the best of families. How did it happen in your family with Eric? Well, it, you're absolutely right. It does happen to every family um, everywhere. And um, we went through the normal things that everyone goes through with the beginning of addiction or, or with most diseases. That's Eric nice. started abusing drugs in middle school. Eric is 28 years old today. So we became aware of the problem probably when he was about 20, 21 years old. So this has been a long-term process for us to get him to the point where he is today. Uh, a year ago in May of 2015, he came to me and he rolled up his sleeves and fell to the floor to show me the track marks on his arm. Oh my goodness, as a parent, that's, that's so compelling. Then, and what was your reaction? How did you react to that, Lori? I, he told me he needed help and I said, okay, then let's get you help. And we started uh, a process to, to get him into the appropriate services that he needed for his recovery. Um, it took us from Monday to Thursday before we were able to get him into a medical detox. And a medical detox is where they medically supervise them as they detox from heroin because it's very dangerous to them. It's life-threatening at times. And after a four-day program of medical detox, we were trying to decide what to do next. Thankfully, I had a professional relationship with Mark, and I had just redeveloped their website. So I was aware of the services, and it was the only reason I really was familiar with their services. And I called Steve, and it was hard. It was very hard for me to not only admit my son had a problem, but to call someone else who was working with professionally and say, I need help. So what led up? I mean, you don't start out. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm asking. How do you get to heroin? Is there a progression? Were you aware of maybe smoking a little pot here and there or alcohol, partying in college? How, how did all this happen, basically? There is, a, there is a progression. It's different with every person and their disease. We were aware initially, as I said, when Eric was 20, that there was a problem then, and we knew it was heroin then. Oh, my goodness. Eric yeah. started in middle school with, um, you know, alcohol and uh, marijuana. But 
pills were prevalent and heroin was prevalent back then, and we're talking like 2006 in our small community. It's only gotten worse now. I mean, we, we spoke in the first half of the program to uh, Steve Pressman, the executive director of MARC, which is the uh, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, and uh, you see it in the newspapers every day that uh, heroin has become very inexpensive and very widely abused. I was going to ask, why is it so prevalent? Because it's cheap? I mean, is that it? It's part of it. 129 people are dying today from overdoses. Um, heroin has become the drug of choice because it's so readily available and because, you know, it's $10 or less a bag. For on, a on the street? When you say a bag, what is that? What's the quantity of that? enough to get high typically, but what happens is as the disease progresses and the addiction progresses, they develop a tolerance, so they need to use more. Mm-hmm. So for example, my adult son was using 10 bags a day. That's, that's, that's incredible. Was he working? Was he functioning? So he's a functioning addict. Absolutely. He was, he was holding down two jobs. He was using these during the day. He would go into the bathroom at his job and he would inject. And the other thing that's important to remember is when they're in this full-blown addiction, it's not that they're using the drug to get high. They're using it to prevent becoming dope sick, which is the withdrawal, which is like the flu times 100. So they maybe appear to be functioning at that point because they're just maintaining on a daily basis. Now, you know, uh, you were candid enough to say, Lori Quinn, that uh, your your son Eric started using uh, alcohol and other uh, drugs in uh, middle school, junior high school. And uh, some people at home may be scratching their heads saying, well, you know, how come you didn't see any change? But, you know, having raised two teenagers and having the gray hair to prove it, do you know you don't may not know that is this just plain teenage rebellion teenage moodiness or is there something else behind it I agree, and my husband and I struggled, and our family as a whole, with was this just regular teenage behavior um, that you see? Uh, we weren't, you know, we, we weren't educated. And one of the things that I'm trying to do now, as our family continues our recovery, is is educate others by talking about it. And I'm working to see what we can do to get more prevention programs in the schools at a much younger age. Well, that's my big question. I, I mean, I'm showing my age now, but when I was growing up, they had, I mean, there was a lot of emphasis on uh, drug education. They hauled us off where I grew up. I grew up in South Louisiana. We went over to Angola prison, and it was like, you do drugs, you end up here. They, I mean, there, and that is like one of the biggest prisons, maximum security places in the country, and it was rough, and it scared you. So what is, what's going on in the schools now? What's happening? Why why, why is are we struggling with getting education for drugs in the schools? Well, both of my kids are, are out of school at this point. I can't really attest specifically to what's happening in the schools. I, I believe personally that because this has become such an epidemic of just mm. such proportions, and, and it's happened so quickly that everyone is educating. We have our, you know, tax, this is taxing our health care system. This is taxing our, our law enforcement with what they're having to deal with. And everyone is is trying to stay ahead of this epidemic, but it's gotten ahead of us, and it's going to take a lot of work to get the education in the proper places to make a difference. So sadly, Steve Pressman and the organization of Mark, will, will he'll always have a job. There'll always be a need for this. Well, what we're talking about today is addiction, and I understand that heroin is an epidemic right now, and we're hearing about it, but addiction has been around forever. 
So if we woke up tomorrow magically and heroin was gone, we would still have all the same people with else? this disease. Correct. Correct. So, Lori Quinn, uh, as one parent to another, you know, there are parents listening to Radio Rotary this morning. What are some of the things they should be looking for to give them a clue that maybe their child has uh, fallen into uh, addiction of alcohol, pills, or something even worse? Well, the common things that we, all of us should be aware of at this point, and we have been educated on, if the, if the person is withdrawing, um, if you're seeing a change in their appearance, are they losing weight? Um, a full-blown heroin addiction may have a lot of sores that you're seeing on their face and their body. Um, you know, just a change in their personality is enough. And you have to, um, unfortunately, we have to assume the worst, that this may be, this may be heroin. The heroin physically addicts them. The heroin is so potent that just using it makes the body physically need it just to not feel sick. And probably another thing you should be looking out for is suddenly things missing from the house that they yes. take to the pawn shop yes. uh, to pay for their habit. Absolutely. Even though I'm telling you that you know it's inexpensive and it's cheap, what they need to do is increase the volume that they're using on a daily basis. Thankfully, we, our family did not encounter a situation where my son was stealing from us, but it's a very common part of this disease. And very often, when you're dealing with someone going into recovery, they have a lot of legal issues at hand as well. And how's Eric doing today? Today, Eric is 322 days sober. He is in Pompano Beach, Florida. Um, Mark was his his um, saving point for him. He went into the Mark Crisis Center um, the Monday after he completed his medical detox. And by Wednesday, we had him on a plane to this wonderful treatment center in Florida, First Behavioral Help. And Mark was the reason that he opened up and was ready, and they gave us the help that we needed. I'm sure he had one other person in his corner that made him a success. That's his mo loving mother. Absolutely. We've had a lot of people in his corner. We've been very lucky. Lori Quinn, thank you so much for sharing uh, your story with us. I'm sure you've given a lot of hope to parents out there who are coping with the same problem. And thank you not only for being on Radio Rotary, but for being our web mistress at RadioRotary.org. Lori, thanks so much. Thank you. Well, it's been a great pleasure to bring you today's edition of Radio Rotary from the Millbrook Rotary Club. And Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank for all of your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. And by the featured Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Walkillies, Wappingers, Warwick Valley, and Millbrook, New York. Uh, snuck that in, did you? I did. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and our Wizard of the Buttons, our engineer Jay Verzi, as well as our webmistress Lori Quinn. And back here at Rotary, we've got Brian Bunch, who also works on our website. Thank you, Brian. This is Jonah and, Tree. Yes. Sorry, and Dave Brinkerhoff and Kathy Gallo. All members of Millbrook Rotary are involved with the Mark organization. Well, God bless them. They're doing great work. This is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at the same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org.